1989 I was 18 years old I worked at a public library and when they bought new books and traded out the old books the employees could buy them for 25 cents and so for a quarter in 1989 I bought Van Nostrand Scientific Encyclopedia 5th edition written in 1976 I can't pass up a good deal. I was just starting to preach, just starting to evangelize. And one evening I sat down with this book and I started looking through the pages. And I got to page 1,317. And this is what was on that page. It'll take them a second because they didn't know I was that. I, I skipped about... 14 pages. Y'all ran it out of me. It'll be there in a second. I was looking at this picture that I'm getting ready to show you. Holler at me when it gets up there, because I they're doing they I, I pulled one on them. They weren't expecting this for about 25 minutes or more. There it is. This is the picture on the page that I was looking at. This is a very simple graph. I wish I'd have brought that pointer. It's in my office on my desk. Here's what happens. The rain falls. It saturates the earth. When the sun comes out, it goes up as vapor. It fills the clouds. And when the clouds get so full of vapor, it comes down as rain and it saturates the earth. And then it goes up as vapor and then it becomes rain. And this cycle goes round and round and round and round. And it has since Genesis chapter number two. It's the way that God sustains life. It's the way that God gives life to people. It's the way that God sustains his creation. It is the very basis of how life, how life exists on this earth. That God sends rain and the earth sends up vapor. And as long as that cycle happens, life happens. The grass is green. The ponds are full. The rivers flow. The streams flow. As long as that goes, we've got corn to eat and wheat to eat. We got the animals have grass to eat. As long as that cycle keeps going, everything in life stays alive and everything and everything has life in it. If that cycle ever stops, deserts form, drought comes, famine comes. And when people when that begins to happen, people begin to die. Amen. The Bible said in Job chapter number 36, verse 27 and 28. For he maketh small the drops of water. They pour down rain. God makes the rain. Everybody say, God makes the rain. Say it with me. God makes the rain. We didn't make what happened here the last 30, 40 minutes or so. God makes the rain. We didn't make what happened in the altar. God makes the rain. 
God reigned on a rehab center in Oxford, Mississippi and turned somebody's life around. God reigned a few weeks ago in a house and turned somebody's life around. God makes the rain. God makes the rain. But God only lets the rain fall according to the vapor thereof. The amount of rain that falls is determined by how much vapor goes up. If the vapor never gets to the clouds, it can't come down as rain. And so if there's nothing going up, there's nothing coming down. But when something's going up, you can promise you the rain is going to fall according to the vapor. Hallelujah. Somebody broke into my office. Whoever the thief is, thank you. He makes, he makes the drops of water and they pour down rain. Everybody say according. How much rain you get depends on how much vapor you send up. I've come to tell you what you are as a one God, Jesus name, apostolic, praying man, woman, or young person. You are a rainmaker. What you are is a rainmaker. You're not an insignificant nobody. You're not just a nobody sitting on a church pew. You're not just an afterthought to God. What you are is a rainmaker. And when you pray, God sends rain. Thank you, Jesus. Now, where's Sister V at? She's hard to spot. There she is. Amen. When I fuss at her and I complain and get grouchy, I know it's hard for you to believe that happens, but just, just play along for a minute. Those words are just words. But when whatever is bothering me, instead of griping at her, if I turn it into prayer to God, it goes from just words to vapor. And when it goes to vapor, it becomes rain. Let me tell you who had any, I know we got great young people, but just in case any of them ever get rebellious and you're worried about their direction, you can fuss at them, gripe at them, complain at them, and you got a responsibility to tell them what's right. And I understand that. But don't forget that when you take those words to God and you walk in their bedroom when they're at school or when they're at work or when they're out with their friends and you walk in that bedroom and you start to say, God, send the rain on my child. Send the rain on my baby. Send the rain on my, on my daughter. Send the rain on my boy. God, that becomes vapor. And when it becomes vapor, it comes back as rain. All I want to tell you tonight, what I wanted to do this morning was create an appetite and a desire to pray. But what I wanted to do tonight was let you know that every time you open your mouth in prayer, it's not wasted, it's rain-making time. Those of you that have a lost spouse, when you go home, when they go out to work, you walk the, walk the, the hallways and the rooms of your house and you begin to pray, God, touch my husband. God, touch my spouse. God, do a work. God, make something happen. 
If you're having trouble at work, why don't you go early and sit in the parking lot for a few minutes and point your finger at that factory or that workplace and say, God, I need you to move in that building. I need you to send rain on those people in there. If you're struggling at school, before it starts, why don't you just walk those hallways? You can say it in your mind if you have to, but say, God, send a revival to my school. God, send a revival to my classmates. When you're driving the streets of this community and the city, you got to remember, you're not just a driver, you're a rainmaker. And when you drive through the streets of our cities and county, when you drive, you open your mouth in that car and say, God, send revival on this city. God, send revival on this road. Send revival to these houses because you know what you are? You're a rainmaker. Look at somebody and point at them and tell them you're a rainmaker. I want all y'all over here to point to all of them over there and tell them you're rainmakers. And I want all of you over here to point to those over there. And I want you to tell them you're a rainmaker. When you lay your head down tonight, I want you to remember one thing. God makes the rain but you make the vapor. And when you wake up in the morning, that's really what you were saying a while ago. I'm just using different words. When you wake up in the morning and you begin to go about your day, just remember, you're an employee, you're a student, you're a husband, you're a wife, you're a man, you're a woman, you're a boy, you're a girl, you're whatever it is you are in your life. But don't you take one second to forget that what you really are is you're a rainmaker. Your words change things. Your words change. When your words are prayer, it changes everything. When your words are prayer, it changes everything. When I open my mouth, I move heaven. When I open my mouth, angels start to move. When I open my mouth, God gets an action. When I open my mouth, things begin to change. Momentum begins to turn because I'm a rainmaker. I wish somebody would open your mouth right now and begin to declare, declare those things which are not as though they were. I want you to begin to declare things that maybe it sounds almost impossible to you right now, but you send that vapor up. You're a rainmaker right now. Oh, this church is on fire. We're gonna we're gonna pray some prayers in these next few days that are gonna shake this community. We're praying some prayers over these next few days that are gonna go places that your feet can't go. That you can try to talk to them all you want and it won't do any good. But when you talk to God about them, I feel the rain. God, I don't know where he is right now, but send the rain to wherever he is, Lord. God, I don't know what he's doing right now, but God, I'm sending vapor here so rain can fall over there. 
God, I don't know what they've got themselves into. I don't know how they're going to be delivered. I don't know how the situation's going to change. But I know right now I'm sending up vapor so that rain can fall on that situation. God, I'm sending up vapor for healing of cancer. God, I'm sending up vapor for somebody being healed of cancer. I'm sending up vapor for that next miracle that you're going to rain down in your time by your wisdom. I'm sending up rain right now for that next baptism in Jesus' name. For that next Holy Ghost outpouring. Oh God, I'm ready to step. I'm a rainmaker. I wish, I wish you'd grab somebody by the hand and I wish you'd raise that hand to heaven. And I wish you'd just tell them, look, let's send some vapor up right now. Let's send some vapor up right now. Whatever it is on your heart to pray for, you speak it out in Jesus' name. God, I pray for new life to come to some families in this church that want to have a baby. I pray you open the womb in the name of Jesus. I'm sending up vapor so you'll send rain, God. Lord, I'm sending up some vapor to break the bands of depression off of somebody's life. Discouragement. That co-worker that fusses at me all the time about what I believe. God, I'm sending up rain. I'm sending up vapor right now so the rain will fall on their life in Jesus' name. Come on, you're a rainmaker. When you pray, you're, you're sending vapor up. You're making a deposit in heaven that changes everything. You're sending something up to heaven that's bound to come down. It's the cycle that happens. According to the vapor, you decide how much rain you get. You decide how much anointing you get. You decide how much revival we walk in. You decide how much deliverance we've got. You decide how many people we pray through because the rain falls according to the vapor thereof. God, I break somebody's spiritual low self-esteem that they feel they can't contribute and do anything. God, I pray you let them walk out of these doors tonight knowing that when they pray, heaven pays attention. Angels bend their ear that when they pray, things begin to move in the spirit in Jesus' name. Bible, folks. We're bound to see devils cast out. We're bound to see chains broken. We're bound to see diseases healed. We're bound to pray prodigals back through. Somebody said, I am a rainmaker. Don't you let the devil convince you any different. Don't you let the devil convince you any different. says that you have in your mouth the power of a blessing or a curse. What you speak either brings a blessing to somebody or can bring a curse to somebody. There is power in your tongue. The word of faith is nigh thee. 
the word of faith is close to you. Even in your mouth. The problem is we got to get it out of our mouth. If the word of faith stays in our mouth. He said it's close. I mean, you can't get any closer than in the mouth. He said the word of faith is nigh thee even in thy mouth. We got to get that word out of our mouth and make it prayer. Because when it becomes prayer, it becomes vapor. And when it becomes vapor, it comes back as rain. So you got to open your mouth. So here's what I want you to do. Man, I, I love being a smart aleck. It comes natural to me. It does. Man, I, I, people say stuff, and I, I think of smart aleck remarks, and it comes out before I even think about it. You guys know that. But you know what I want to do? I want to be a blesser. So I want you to look at people, and I want you to begin to speak blessings on their life. Amen. Amen. Devin, you're going to do great things for God. Amen. God's going to use you in a mighty way. The blessings of God be on your life in Jesus' name. Aaron, you're walking in the Holy Ghost. Amen. God's going to use you and God's going to bless you. Brother David, God's going to anoint you not only to be a singer, but he's going to anoint you to teach our new members in grow class. He's going to bless you to be able to be a voice in their life. Brother Brian, you're more than a singer. You're a Bible study teacher. And God's going to give you an anointing to win people in your very own living room. God's going to use you. For, you need to open your mouth and you begin to speak those blessings on somebody. You need to open your mouth and begin to speak it on somebody. In Jesus' name, you're going to rock a baby. In Jesus' name. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you got to speak the blessing because you're a rainmaker. Your words have power with God. From your mouth to God's ear. Hallelujah. All right, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to close. So here's what we're going to do. Those of you that have something specific on your heart, some of you are very gifted in certain areas. Some of you are gifted in business. Some of you are gifted in music. Some of you are gifted to sing. Some of you are gifted to teach. Some of you are gifted to show mercy and compassion to people. Some of you are gifted to show kindness to people. You have gifts of all different kinds. What I want you to do is, is we're going to close in prayer with this, but what I want you to do is whatever your particular gifting is, I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray that that gift spreads throughout this congregation to more people so we can do more for God. How about that? Amen. I want you to pray. If your burden is backsliders, I want you to open your mouth and pray for backsliders. If your burden is for lost loved ones, then pray for lost loved ones. If your burden is for music ministry, pray, pray for music ministry. If your burden is children's ministry, pray that God send children's workers. I wish somebody would pray right now that God would give us a whole fleet of vans to go bring children to Sunday school so they can hear about Jesus. Come on, I want you to open your mouth right now. I want you to open your mouth right now. And I want you to begin to pray for whatever it is God's putting on your heart. Come on, I want you children to begin to pray for kids in your school to get the Holy Ghost. Will you do that? Will you do that? Will you help me pray right now? In Jesus' name, God touch children in our schools to hear the word and the power of God and to move in Jesus' name. God, I pray, Lord, touch our boys and girls to be anointed and used for, by you. Come on, I want you to make some vapor right now. Hallelujah. God, touch the men of this church to be mighty men of prayer. God, touch the ladies of this church to walk in the power of intercessory prayer. 
God, touch the young people of this church to change this community. Here's what I, God, in the name, I want everybody to reach out towards a young person. If you've got a young person or a child anywhere close, I want you to reach out towards them. God, let this generation of young people and children be the mightiest generation of prayer warriors that Bethlehem Church has ever known. Let them walk in the Holy Ghost and speak in faith. God, let them speak under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. God, let them open their mouth and move heaven and earth. Oh, God, I pray, anoint them to intercede. Anoint them to pray in the Holy Ghost. Anoint them in meditation on your word. Anoint them, oh, God, in relationship with you. Raise up prayer warriors, God. Raise up rainmakers. Make rainmakers in this house. God bless our Christian school. God send us students that want to be in a Christian environment. Anoint parents with the ability to, to pay for their kids to come. Anoint our teachers, oh God, to, to be able to minister to these children. God, anoint our Sunday school department. God, help us to reach these children with the word and the presence of God. God, anoint our juniors ministry. Anoint our youth ministry, our men's ministry, our ladies ministry. God, anoint our be free ministry in Jesus' name. Anoint our music ministry. Anoint our hospitality ministry. God, I pray that you would anoint the ministry of this church in a mighty way, oh God. I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as we send up vapor, that you would pour down. That you would pour down rain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I'm, I'm going to shift gears just for a second, and I'm going to ask you to help me pray for one more thing. It's been, on, it's been on my heart for about about uh, three months, and I, I just I had a note this morning. I forgot to mention it, and uh, and and I wanted to mention it. And I, it slipped my mind. I was under such pressure this morning in my spirit to preach what I had, but uh, but I, we got we got a group of young people getting ready to go to, go to North Carolina, and they'd be better off riding in a horse and wagon than the van we got. It it's going to cost us about 40 grand to buy a new van, I think. And I'm going to give five. And I want you to help me pray that there's at least 35 people that will give 1,000 or 70 people that will give five or whatever it takes so we can just get it. How's that sound? Yeah. Amen. Does that sound like a good deal? All right. He said, yes, sir, so it's got to be right. Lord, I'm asking you, God, to help us do that. God, I know we got a building that we're trying to work on, and I know we got a lot of responsibilities, but God, we can do this. And Lord, I pray that you're going to just take care of it. You're going to lay it on people's hearts. It's going to happen. It's going to be taken care of. We're going to be able to do it in Jesus' name. And God, the van we have, I pray you anoint it, that we can fill it up with kids, that I, somebody would volunteer to drive and pick up children in our community and bring them to Sunday school. And God, when we do that, I believe you're going to give us another one, Lord, and another one, because you are sending us out 
on mission in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. You can stay and be a rainmaker as long as you want. You can be dismissed at your discretion in Jesus' name.